0: Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram, also at The Broadcast Podcast. Remember, yeah, we don't spell it with a C. You spell it with a k so you take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines, brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Monday, August 29th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop-shop podcast to bring you all the elite-breaking information in the world of professional wrestling. Whether it's WWE, AEW, and so many more, we're here on a daily to make sure you stay up-to-date with all the news in the wrestling headlines. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right to the headlines. Starting over in e-wrestling news, Joshua Jones is writing in this hour, Mick Foley believes Nancy Benoit should be inducted into the WWE. Hall of Fame. During the recent Foley is Pod episode, Mick Foley discussed Nancy Benoit's legacy and the possibility of her being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. This is what he said. The three different runs she had, she's really deserving of more recognition. The Holy Grail is the WWE Hall of Fame. I think eventually it's going to happen for her. I don't know if it's going to happen in the next few years though. Now Foley also spoke about China's Hall of Fame induction. WWE inducted her as part of the Degeneration X group back in 2019. He would go on to say I think you wouldn't give a few years years for some of these things. It's tough when you induct someone and then all of a sudden they're surrounded by death and all these other types of issues. I think you just got to space them out for a bit. For more information on the Nancy Benoit potential induction to the WWE Hall of Fame, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be coming. Continuing on with the headlines, Ryan Clark is writing in this hour for E-Wrestling News about WWE superstar Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler is now saying women are getting more opportunities in WWE than they were before. What did she have to say about that? During a recent interview with the New York Post, Shayna Baszler commented on women in WWE getting more opportunities with recent regime change and being ready to be a champion and more. Now, on being ready to be a champion, this is what she said. At the time, if you'd asked me, I think my answer would have been different. But I think in hindsight of just knowing how I felt, I think you can see it. In hindsight, even when you look at how I was compared to the way I was back then... I still had it on my mind, and I think about being a champion even more. Now on being more comfortable now in WWE, she would go on to say, I think it's easier to impress people when you're more comfortable with yourself. Just overall, just general comfort, being on screen, being in the ring, and being in front of crowds, especially large ones, I think that I'm just better at it now than I was. Now on Ronda Rousey getting booed in 2019 and how she feels fans are reacting. She would go on to say, I feel like I was there before and I was on her side. I was like, you know what? They're cheering for you, but now they're not. I know how that is. Sometimes we're not in the mood where we just want to care all the time. And trust me, she didn't care at one point. Boo her, cheer her, whatever you want. She's just not really going to care. She's going to do what she does. Now coincidentally, I think it's her getting more cheers now than she was before. I think that just has to come back to being okay with whatever people are thinking. If you'd like to find out more about what Shayna Baszler had to say about women in WWE and the new regime giving them more opportunities, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Ryan Clark's also writing in this hour at Natalia reacts to the 30th anniversary of Bret the Hitman Hart versus the British Bulldog happening at Wembley Stadium at SummerSlam. Natalia took to Twitter today to comment on the 30th anniversary of the SummerSlam 1992 event. WWE SummerSlam 1992 took place at Wembley Stadium on August the 29th. The British Bulldog defeated Brett the Hitman Hart for the Intercontinental Championship in the main event. Here's what Natalia wrote on social media. 30 years ago today, so proud of my uncles for creating such a great match. Talking about one of the greatest of all time. Bulldog and Hitman, man, their work in the ring remains timeless and inspires generations of pro wrestlers to this day. Hashtag Dungeon Strong. For more information on Natalie, continue following the wrestling news and more information will be coming out about the historic match that happened 30 years ago in WWE. Continuing on, Naomi and Sasha Banks. What is the latest with them? Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour for E-Wrestling News. Now, earlier this year, Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out of WWE due to creative issues. Now, the two were indefinitely suspended from the company. Now, of course, there have been many changes since the day they walked out. Vince McMahon retired from WWE, and now Triple H is in charge of creative and talent relations. Now, during the latest edition of the Wrestling Observer Radio, it was revealed that it's just a matter of when, not that, if, the two return to WWE. Now, the belief is that they are going to be coming in sooner than later. Additionally, the two women are currently listed on the internal roster. Previously, they have been removed from the list. Now, neither have commented on their status or wrestled since they walked out. For more information on their impending return to WWE, continue following E-Wrestling News, and we will be giving you more information. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour for E-Wrestling News, a former Universal Champion discussed for potential WWE return. Andrew's writing at this hour, Fightful Select has reported that among names being pitched or at least discussed for a return is Braun Strowman. Now, he signed a in 2019 but was released in 2021 now sources stated that he played hardball when it came to negotiations but since leaving wwe he has worked eight different matches half of which were under the control your narrative banner now it could be added that people of influence in wwe would not confirm whether or not that they were interested in bringing him back for more information continue following e-wrestling news and we will give you more information on whether or not we will see braun strowman back in the wwe ryan clark's also writing in at this hour, Vince Russo is now finally elaborating on his claim that he's been consulting with the USA Network regarding WWE programming. Now, over the past weekend, it was reported that Vince Russo is claiming that he's been consulting the USA Network about WWE Raw, and he's been doing it for the last two years. During the latest episode of The Brand Podcast, a former WWE and WCW creative team writer elaborated on his work for the network and how it came about this is what he had to say, on how it came about working with the USA Network. I've been keeping it a little secret for the last two plus years. Now I want to come clean. Well, bro, I'm going to be breaking the news on this show. I have not said this publicly before. From March pre-WrestleMania, bro, I was right there before Mania in 2020 up to the past Mania in 2022. So basically, bro, for the last two years, I was consulting the USA Network for two years. The USA Network paid me very, very well. Now, how did it all happen? He would go on to say, Now, if you want to know how all this came about, let's take couple of steps back and I'll explain it to you. I got in contact with Vice President of USA Network who's overseeing Raw. He knew who I was. He called me back immediately. We had a long discussion. So the first thing he did was he went directly to Vince McMahon. Now on why he's revealing this news right now. The reason I'm coming clean is, bro, I don't have to hide anything. This is what I'm talking about. When it comes to numbers, when it comes to networks, I don't care if it's 1999 or 2020. I know where they stand. I know what they're looking for. I know it's acceptable and unacceptable because I had communication with them for the last two years straight, so don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. I've been working directly with the network that's been overseeing WWE. If you'd like to find out more about what Vince Russo has to say about his time working with the USA Network as he oversees WWE Raw, continue following eWrestling news, and more information will be coming. Brian Clark's also writing at this hour for eWrestling News. Kurt Angle discusses his SummerSlam 2002 match against Rey Mysterio. Now, during the latest, edition of the Kurt Angle show, WWE Hall of Famer Kurt Angle commented on having matches with Rey Mysterio on house shows loops before their big SummerSlam 2002 match. Now the match itself was kind of embracing moment and it was an opening card moment for both of the men. Now, on having the match with Rey Mysterio on house shows before having the match at SummerSlam, this is what Kurt said. I had to feel Rey out, like I said before. I'd never worked lucha style. When you wrestle somebody on a pay-per-view, you wanna make sure that you have good chemistry with them. So you usually have two or three practice matches or warm-up matches at house shows before the pay-per-view itself. So you just don't go out there without having any type of chemistry for one another. If you don't do the same thing on every single pay-per-view, there has to be some things that you're gonna figure out, and you want to do that before the pay-per-view. I know Ray, and I knew we would have an incredible match. Now on their SummerSlam match and embracing being the opening match on the card, here's what Kurt said, I knew would we get thrown out into the crowd. Ray is such a talented individual. At least, I know I could work with him right away, and that we were gonna put on a great match. I was gonna be a high-paced, fast match, with a lot of action, and that's exactly what we did. We did what we could to give the fans of the pay-per-view their money's worth when we went on first. That's the second most important match of the night outside of the main event. You gotta get the crowd ready, and that's exactly what we did. Now, on whether there was a lot of talk of Ray defeating him in the match, here's what he said. No, there wasn't. I think at this part, there was a big reason why there wasn't. When they introduced talent from WCW, Vince wants you to know, hey, they're coming into our company. They're not going to get over until I tell you. Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit came in in a larger-than-life main event moment. In the first couple weeks, they got pulled down to some of the opening card statuses, and they had to work their way up. So the same thing happened with Rey. I knew that me beating Rey was part of the reasons why he came in from WCW. Vince has that way about himself. If you're not a WWE guy, he's going to make sure you understand the word no, and that He's not going to push you until he wants to push you. For more information on Kurt Angle, continue following the wrestling news and more information will be forthcoming. Andrew Ravens is also writing in at this hour that Santana Garrett hired as a WWE Performance Center coach. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. Santana Garrett is back with WWE as she announced that she's working as a coach at the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. Garrett took to Facebook to share the news today by writing the following. This is not a throwback. She wrote alongside a photo of her with her new blonde hair and WWE. now garrett previously worked as a performance center coach back in 2019 but was released in 2021 following her release she had multiple matches in aew garrett has been wrestling previously for independent promotions all throughout the year of 2022 for more information you can follow all about her by following e-wrestling news and more information will be coming forward karrion cross is making news at this hour WWE is acting like Karrion Cross's first main roster run. Well, it never happened. Thomas Lawson writes in at this hour: Karrion Cross's recent appearance on SmackDown was the first time he's been working on WWE's main roster. Now, this is according to the promotion. Cross, alongside his wife Scarlett, returned to WWE on August the fifth episode of SmackDown after the both were released in November of 2021. Prior to being cut, Cross had been called up to Monday Night Raw. Infamously losing his debut match to Jeff Hardy. Now, on the Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer reports that WWE will not reference Cross's first main r- roster run. This is what Dave said. So they announced it was his debut. So they are basically trying to pretend that Karrion Cross is a brand new guy. Now, Cross's first run on WWE's main roster received criticism from fans who believed that the two time former NXT champion was being underutilized in his role. Cross would then make his debut on the main roster and he would lose immediately to Jeff Hardy. Cross will make his main roster her ring debut on Friday's episode of SmackDown on Fox. With more information on Karrion Cross, continue following e wrestling news, and more information will be forthcoming regarding the pair. Potential spoilers for Clash at the Castle, Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. Now, Roman Reigns will defend his Universal Championship against Drew McIntyre at the upcoming Clash at the Castle pay-per-view this Saturday. WrestleVotes is reporting that there have been discussions about Reigns dropping one or both titles at the event. Here is the quote. For the first time in a long time, there There's been some serious discussions creatively regarding Roman Reigns dropping the titles. I'm hearing multiple ideas have been very intriguing and they will make a final call come Saturday in Cardiff, Wales should be interesting, we should see what shall happen. Now, for more information on this, continue to follow WrestleVotes, and you can also follow E-Wrestling News if there's gonna be any late breaking news about Roman Reigns and the title reign may come to an end. Continuing on, WWE talks about bringing back the Good Brothers after things had fizzled out. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, WWE talks to bring back the Good Brothers. Well, that talk has kind of fizzled out. Impact Wrestling, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, also known as the Good Brothers, won't be returning to WWE despite their best efforts in the promotion. Gallows and Anderson were released in 2020, making their work at WrestleMania 36 Boneyard match that last time they were in WWE. According to PW Insider, there have been overtures from WWE to get Gallows and Anderson back when Vince McMahon was still in charge. Now, those attempts have officially fizzled out, with reports stating that their previous experiences with WWE both left both men hesitant to re-sign them. Since their releases, Gallows and Anderson have worked with Impact and made many appearances in New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW. For more information on all of this, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information on what's next for the Good Brothers will be coming forward. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour. Freddie Prince Jr. says that Triple H was right regarding his feelings about CM Punk. Former WWE writer Freddie Prince Jr. said that Triple H was right about his assessment of CM Punk during Punk's time in WWE in 2011 to 2013. Punk held the WWE Championship for 434 days but rarely headlined pay-per-view events as the role of the guy instead it was John Cena at the time it was reported that CM Punk was genuinely frustrated in the company the champion was playing second fiddle which contributed to his 2014 walkout now speaking with wrestling with Freddy podcast Prince recalled a scathing assessment of Triple H made about CM Punk this is what he said Punk hated John Cena not hated him but hated what he represented right then and there he represented everything that was happening with the company and I remember one time Hunter was saying as different as they are, the reason he hates John so much is because he knows as if he was in the same spot, he would act the exact same way. Now, to hear the rumblings of AEW basically saying he's acting the way he did with John Cena back then, well, it isn't surprising. Nothing surprises me. And you know what? I damn near everything I disagreed with Hunter on, but you know what? He actually ended up being right. In recent weeks, it's reported that Punk has been difficult to work with backstage. In AEW, he went off script to bury Hangman Adam Page during a promo on Dynamite, despite losing the aew world championship to john moxley last week punk versus moxley 2 is still expected to headline sunday's all-out pay-per-view now if you'd like to find out more about what's happening with the ongoings of cm punk continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be forthcoming ryan clark's also writing at this hour about will osprey and kevin nash for those of you who've been following this war of words on social media well, it gets even more interesting. Now, Will Osprey rips Kevin Nash. Kenny Omega hilariously chimes in on the entire conversation. Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay continue to feud on social media, this time discussing WWE Hall of Famer Kevin Nash. On Sunday, Omega got involved in a series of tweets involving Kevin Nash and Will Ospreay prior to the Elite versus the Aussie Open, on AEW's Trios Tournament. Now, the latest exchange began when Nash took to Twitter to joke about Osprey's marketability and not being able to sell much merchandise. Osprey fired back with a classic rib on Nash's torn quads. Omega would later insert himself telling Nash that Osprey's sales are justifiably putrid, good sir. You can check out all the interactions below with them on social media. Looks like there's a lot of tension right now between Will Osprey and Kenny Omega, and Kevin Nash just happens to be an innocent bystander, if you will, on everything that is going on. If you're enjoying this podcast, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to everything happening in the world of wrestling, whether it's AEW, WWE, or any other promotion. It's a daily podcast that gives you all the late-breaking headlines to keep you in the loop of everything happening, so you don't have to spend your day on your computer or on your phone. It's a free podcast that is no charge whatsoever to you, but you can download it anywhere podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get back to the headlines. Ryan Clark is writing in this hour about Tay Mello. She believes Tony Khan does a good job of keeping her on TV, despite her not wrestling very much. During a recent appearance on Instinct Culture with Denise Salcedo Podcast, AEW wrestler Tay Melo commented on not wrestling as often in AEW anymore, and believing that Tony Khan still does a good job about keeping her on television, here's what she had to say. There's one thing that Tony does really well, it's like trying to keep people on TV. We just have three hours of TV a week, and we have an entire roster. It's crazy. It's not enough time, you know? But I feel Tony does a really good job trying to keep everybody there. It's a circle. Sometimes it's going to be hard to get everyone out all sat there at one time. But I'm super grateful because in 2021, I was having a great time. I was on almost every single pay per view. I felt like it was my opportunity to grow, and I took it really well. But right now, it's somebody else's moment, and that's okay because I'm not sitting and catering and doing nothing. Tony found a way to keep me on TV, which I appreciate so much. I know I'm not involved in title matches or crazy storylines at the moment, and other people need opportunities to shine too. And for Tony, I think when it comes to me, he's just trying to keep me on TV where I'm supposed to be right now until things change. If you'd like to find out more about what Tamello had to say about Tony Khan and his book and continue following Ryan Clark and more information will be forthcoming here on E-Wrestling News. Thomas Lawson's writing in this hour for E-Wrestling News. There's a photo that's been circulating online that Terry Funk is looking well in a rare public outing at a Texas bar. Now, WWE Hall of Famer Terry Funk has made a rare public appearance at a local bar in his native Amarillo, Texas. Funk, a former NWA world champion, has been living with dementia and is reported to now reside in an assisted living facility. In December of 2021, Ric Flair claimed that Funk was now living at home, but he is doing well. Funk recently was spotted at the six-car pub brewery in Amarillo, though it's still unclear because Funk doesn't drink. For more information on Terry Funk continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Thomas Lawson's also writing for E-Wrestling News. FTR has been pulled from the Fight Forever video game console, but there's very few answers and more questions. AEW tag team FTR has been left out of the upcoming video game Fight Forever. AEW Fight Forever will make the promotion's first console game after previously releasing AEW Double or Nothing Casino and AEW Elite GM on mobile devices. Now, sources who spoke with Fightful shared the news of the pair being pulled and their reaction. Here's a quote. They at least made it to the Model phase of the game. We're told that FTR were informed of the decision and weren't too happy about it, about not being involved in the video game unless it was actually going to come with a significant bonus. Now, no explanation has been given as to why Cash Wheeler and Dex Harwood were pulled from the video game. FTR joined AEW in 2020. They won the AEW World Tag Team Championships in September at the All Out pay per view. Now, the pair are currently Triple Tag Team Champions in their reigns as Ring of Honor, IWGP, and Triple A Tag Team Champions. With more information on them and the situation regarding their video game, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information on that will be coming forward. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour about Roman Reigns. Would Roman Reigns be interested in doing a podcast at some point? Well we may find out. During a recent appearance on Sports Illustrated's media podcast, undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns was asked about the possibility of doing a podcast in the future. According to the tribal chief himself, he'd be down to it to prove that wrestlers aren't just a bunch of kids. Now, There's some other things that Roman had to say as well. On potentially doing a podcast, he says, why not? I talk for a living. Why shouldn't I just sit down and have a few more discussions? On what he thinks about a potential podcast and what it might be like. Either just BSing with the crew or interviewing people. I'd probably be ridiculous at it, you know, and we'd probably get canceled. Or everyone would finally find out that all of us are just a bunch of idiots. You know what? No wonder they're wrestlers. They're acting like just big kids. For more information on what may happen if... He decides to make a podcast, continue following e-wrestling news, and more information will be forthcoming. Once again, if you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is your one-stop-shop podcast to give you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. Whether it's AEW, WWE, or any other promotion, continue to follow Headlines on a daily. It's a podcast that's free of charge anywhere podcasts are made available. Continuing on the topic of Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns comments on his Acknowledge Me boxers joshua jones is writing wwe undisputed universal champion roman reigns was recently shown on the set of boxers with his trademark acknowledge me the slogan during his interview as a sports medium now here is what was said that's when you drop them and there are no words needed i'm trying to help people get the word out strong and silent it's for the shy guys out there you know what they're saying shy guys right He started laughing. Reigns is set to defend his championship against Drew McIntyre this weekend at Clash at the Castle. He'll celebrate his two-year anniversary as Universal Champion on this week's edition of SmackDown. But if you're interested in his boxers, continue following this article right now over on eWrestling News. That is going to do it for all the news right now in the world of professional wrestling. If you're enjoying this, as I said before, Headlines is your one stop shop podcast for all the late-breaking information about your favorite promotion. It's a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere podcasts are made available. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of Headlines. my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material Brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of MLW